Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movie Council podcast, the number one ranked movie podcast on the internet, according to my personal rankings. My name is Dan. I am your host this evening, and your boys and my boys are back to join me. We got the COO of the Movie Council. AJ Sherry. AJ, what's happening? I'm here. <laughs> all right. All right. Mr. Personality. We love it. Uh, we got the Blue Raj, Marky. Mr. Bonderant. What is going on? I showed up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see you. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. So, boys, yeah, uh, uh, we're back uh, two weeks in a row. It's fucking crazy, right? Yeah, but we're, we're we're back fucking, tonight and uh slackers <laughs> yeah we really are <laughs> but 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 we're here and we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about some uh some movies uh we sort of mentioned it last week we're gonna be talking about some some cult classics or uh more so movies that should be cult classics that aren't considered cult classics yet uh we'll get into that in a minute but before we do yeah, let's let's shoot shoot see how everyone's doing. AJ, what's going on? How's uh how's life in the, the big city? Well, I'm not in the big city yet. No, oh, I live oh. in the I live in the city. I'll but, be working, uh, aren't I'll you be, in your Worcester branch now? No, no, no. That's not till uh, we don't open that till August. Oh, oh okay. projected, projected so, August. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, so I mean I, I got I've seen pictures. The building is not fully constructed yet Ooh, oh so you can be moving into like a brand new building yeah oh that's fucking dope yeah smell you have like a glass office and shit you're gonna look like uh freaking harvey <laughs> from suits <laughs> well i'll get to pick which office i want you know um oh, i've already seen dope. yeah i've seen the floor plan i've seen pictures of the build as of last last like a week ago um our project manager drove by and took some pictures so yeah i mean the, they got all four walls up and you know it's, it's happening you nice. get to pick your office in in oh. the building yeah uh-huh. okay but so i'm i'm the vice president he is the assistant manager. to the regional manager we, we know <laughs> we know you're the the hot shot out there yeah, I, I this is this is exciting for me vicariously to be able to pick an office. So, are right. we are we thinking like lots of naps? Are we thinking like a good view? Because like you got to look at where the sun's coming up and everything too, right? Mm. Well, the sun and naps, I think, kind of go together because I'm like a cat, you know. Okay. I, you want I, the I sun. You want the I want warm? the sun there to nap in. Okay, you know? I need that. So I, I get a, I get a lot of sunshine in my current office. So. Uh, but I'm and, the and I'm the just, only I office in right my out. building. Well, <laughs> I'm the only right in my <laughs> office currently. I'm the only one that has an office that's window that has a window. Oh wow! Everybody else has offices on the back side of the building, which is windowless. 
faces the latrine. Yeah, so they they they're in darker spaces, and I get all the I get all the sunshine. Nice, nice, exciting, man. That's yeah. cool. Brand yeah. new building. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right now, I'm just working in my old office till they replace me, and whenever that happens, I'll move into some random office space to bide my time until uh yeah until then i hear you very very nice uh marky how the hell have you been doing this past week uh pretty good you know uh work has been nothing necessarily out of the ordinary i did get up with uh an old friend of mine this evening just before we started um someone that i knew from my childhood that i don't get to see very much in my adult life um, and it's always cool catching up with him because he's got a very uh, abnormal kind of different lifestyle, right? So he is based out of uh, the Philly area, but he was coming up from Miami. He just got done with a, a Burning Man type of festival off of an island in the Keys. And hmm. he's got a van that he uh, stays in. And uh, he was just making his way up the East Coast swung through my neck of the woods we got a drink bite to eat he was catching me up he did go out to burning man uh the past season and like was working out that one hops around does graphic design and freelance gigs and pays his way and just does whatever the fuck he wants doesn't have any anchors uh doesn't have a permanent place of residence and it's got friends all over the place it's just a modern nomad so it's always cool Mm -hmm. seeing what this guy's been up to right yeah that's i had a good time catching up with an old friend tonight yeah, see, because that's the thing. Like sometimes you look at that and you're like, "Ah, oh, man, what what a great life." And then sometimes, like, I think about that sometimes. And then I also think, like, how much I love my fucking cats <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Like, I can't live on the road and have fucking cats. You but know, you have, like you have cats right now. Like, if you yeah. didn't have cats, again, I mean, there is something awesome about sleeping in your own bed. Right. Uh, like as you go on vacation, you can go fucking anywhere, uh, Hawaii, Bermuda, some beautiful tropical place and have the time of your life. But when you get home and get back into your own bed, there's just something fucking awesome feeling about that. So I agree. Uh, that is something you miss out on with that, like life on the road thing. So it's, it's you know, it, it's a... It, either or type situation so i think so it's uh you know i don't think i could do what he does and i don't think he could do what i do right you you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. um he's he's uh when talking to him i kind of get little snippets of uh hunter s thompson fear and loathing like you know he's he's a a rare animal and I've, i've got a couple friends like that um they're not meant for the natural world so they just they go out and they find their own path and it's really cool talking to them and seeing what they're up to um i for one like like you said i like the groove in my couch and i like the way my my bed feels Mm -hmm. Uh, I, i do travel a fair amount for work and i can never sleep that well in a hotel but then again you know maybe his his uh cot and his van maybe that's the best bed he's ever had i don't know Good point. Good point. So, um, so I, I don't remember if I talked to you guys about this or not, or, but so like over the, uh, the holidays, uh, you know, like I was, we were visiting with Nicole's family and we we're talking and 
you know, like her brother and nephew were talking about how, you know, a couple of times they, you know, were feeling really sick and thought they had COVID and, you know, one time they didn't. And then the next time they did. And like, and I realized since COVID came out, not once have I even been sick to think I might have had COVID. Like it has been like almost fucking three years since I've even had a goddamn cold until this goddamn week. And holy shit, I got fucking hit hard at the beginning of this week. The first cold I've had in years. And boy, it did a fucking number on me. I was out of commission like all Monday and Tuesday. It was it was rough. What you know, there there's been something going around here too. What kind of uh shit you've been feeling? Because we had something that literally made us puke our, our guts out. Oh uh, yeah. See for me it was all like this congestion and my sinuses, like making my head throb and yeah, it blocking up my nose. So okay. But it's finally starting to pass. I mean it's That's been good five days now and i'm finally getting there still not you know 100 percent, but so you def- corn- definitely you, better you quarantined so hard during covid that you haven't had a cold in like three years yeah it's fucking crazy right it's fun and then last week we nicole and i went to a concert on uh, uh my birthday and like we got home and the next day nicole was sick i was feeling fine and it took a few days and then i think i finally caught it from nicole so right but but hey, we got to see uh, Bush and Candlebox live, which oh, was shit. fucking awesome. Yeah. I remember Candlebox. <laughs> Dude, Candlebox ruled, too. They opened for Bush. I think I, I thought their set was better than Bush's. So. That's cool. I might yeah. have to turn on some Candlebox later tonight. Right? Nice great. And, <laughs> yeah, jam out with them all the time. Yeah. Well, two songs in particular, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah naturally. It would be a... Far behind and you, yeah, that's of it. Course. Those are the ones. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Obviously, Cannabox. Yeah, I mean, Change is a great song too, but really, it's Far Behind, You, and then everything else. Yeah, so, and Bush hey. is the shit. Yeah, you know, Bush is really kind of cool. I saw uh, Gavin Rossdale do like a, a solo show a couple years ago at like this real small club in boston you know it's like me and like a hundred other people in this little ass bar and gavin it was like a radio station event thing where he just did like a solo acoustic show and it's fucking really good and then the whole band is back apparently they put out a new album i didn't even know they had a new album out but yeah so yeah that's a good time until you know nicole got sick and they got me sick so Well, <laughs> sounds like you're on the tail end of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely getting 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 to the better side of it. So, good. feeling good tonight. Uh, all right. So, before we get into our topic, uh, yeah, Marky, why don't you give us a little bit of movie news before yeah. uh, before anything else? Cue cue that sound bite for the news ticker. I'll just do it with my mouth. Okay. Well, that's being recorded right now. So yeah. that's going to be, that's gonna become that will the, be the new sound bite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coming to you with the always depressing news from the corner of Marky Bondurant's desk. Uh, Tom Sizemore had a brain aneurysm and is in critical condition. 
Holy um, shit, I did not hear about this. Yeah, we record on Friday. Today's Friday the 24th. This happened earlier in the week, like on Sunday or Monday, and I haven't seen anything since. So uh, I don't know if there's been a change in his condition. Um, so yeah, brain aneurysm, Tom Sizemore. You know, he had a, Holy shit. a hard run with some hard drugs drugs for a, a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, like David sure. Heidi Fleiss and shit. Like, yeah, he had a a crazy ass life yeah and did some fantastic characters awesome roles throughout the years but um and Mm -hmm. you know and then after i think at least my opinion i don't know if this is necessarily true but it seemed to be like uh kind of like after saving private ryan that was uh almost like the height or like the plateau maybe even Mm -hmm. the tail end of his popularity and then that's when I started to hear these stories about him and like meth and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it had been going on probably before then, but, and I don't know if the drugs played into that. There's always good chance or speculation at least, but, and he's not necessarily Man. young. Um, he's actually, I don't know what his age is, but I'd be willing to bet that he's touching 60. Yeah. I'd um, say probably around there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, this aneurysm that he had has left him in critical condition. So, damn. No update from there. Just that uh, we might be losing Tom Sizemore soon. Uh, that's a bummer. I'm gonna have to fucking follow. I I didn't hear that at all. So I'm gonna have to Google that as soon as we're done tonight because I yeah. want some updates. Yeah. So that's the only piece of news I have. I did see and i know you did too dp uh we were speaking of movie trailers last oh week, yeah. was last week week before there's a new one mm-hmm. that uh we should discuss and this movie's been in the making for a long time i think covid put a damper on it for a little bit and who knows what mm-hmm. else but uh the official trailer has been all over social media lately and been promoted by all the comics that are friends of this guy burt kreischer's movie the machine is coming out soon and it is a movie based on the story that made Burt Kreischer famous as a comedian. Yeah. Uh, if nobody knows who that is, he his story is about him studying abroad in Russia and accidentally getting involved with the Russian mob when he was kind of drunk on a school trip. And mm-hmm. they've molded this into a story, not only from the trailer, you can tell that the beginning of the movie is the story that he tells on stage and his stand-up specials. Um, but then the rest of the movie is kind of like a, a fictional continuation yeah. of what has happened since that transpired that he did. So DP and I, I know are big fans of Burt Kreischer and uh, I've, I've, uh, I've heard him tell this story live. It's if you ever see Burt, nine times out of 10 this is one of the like i said this is the story uh that made him famous as a comedian but Mm -hmm. almost like an old rock star that plays their greatest hits he almost always closes with the machine story it doesn't matter if you know he's got all new material Mm -hmm. he he closes the set at the end of the night with the machine story yeah and it still kills it's still people still love it and i did i knew it was coming and I like got chills. I was like, oh, he's telling right. a machine story. He's telling a machine story. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. It's like to when see Leonard Skinner plays, they're going to fucking close with Freebird. Everyone knows it. 
everyone's waiting for it, and it still fucking hits a home run when they do mm-hmm. it. So, but yeah, I I can't wait. I'm gonna go see it. like fucking Mark Hamill is playing Mark his Hamill dad. Looks which, like he has brought his A game. It's yeah. just hilarious. Yeah, and it's funny. I brought this up to Nicole earlier. I showed her the trailer, and she too is like, one goddamn story has changed this guy's life. Like no other story has changed another person's life. Yeah, like this one thing is like catapulted him into like a different stratosphere. And yeah, I, I I'm all for it. I'm totally gonna go see this movie when it comes out. I think it's like next month. And yeah, yeah I'm soon. totally totally in. So, and production value looks pretty good. Um, yeah, they like definitely said, Mark, spent some money on it. Mark Hamill's there, and if you watch the trailer, it. It really feels like just from the small scenes that you see that uh, Mark Hamill is there to play. I mean, he did, he's not phoned in. So, yeah, I'm excited for it, too. I'm a big fan of Burt Kreischer. Um, I've been watching him over the years. I've only seen him live once. Uh, he came to Charlotte one time, and, and then uh, he did his uh, famous – he he's a man of the people, right? So after it's, he 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 did a theater in Charlotte, and then tells everyone what bar he's going to, and yeah. we went to this bar, and sure shit, and walks Bert and just starts doing shots with everybody and like getting pictures, and you know he, he was a good time. He really is the party man. Yeah. Well, oh, actually, so we are a movie podcast, so we might as well bring this up. Uh, the movie Van Wilder. Starring Ryan Reynolds is sort of based on Burt Kreischer. Like when he went to Florida State, he went there for like seven or eight years, and like just for a graduate degree. Like he he didn't get a PhD or anything. He and uh, Rolling Stone, I guess, came and named him the number one party animal in the country. And that's kind of the basis of uh, Van Wilder. So so not necessarily his life, but more the idea of the, the number one party animal in the country being in college for seven years. So, but yeah. Did everyone freeze? Marky? AJ doesn't speak, so we will never know. <laughs> you guys just just nothing on that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about this guy. So, <laughs> have you seen Van Wilder at least? I've seen Van Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 I low-key low key enjoyed that movie. Right. It's 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 not bad. So let I, me ask. Tara I, Reed is all right. You know, she's kind of cute in it. So there's, there's so many stand-ups on Netflix. Is Bert Kreischer? The dude that's always taking his shirt off. Yes, yeah. yes, that is Bert Kreischer. <laughs> uh, that's off-putting to me, but like, I guess he's funny. Yeah, it's he. You know, like a lot of uh, comedians, uh, not they're not not everybody's for everybody. It's there's a certain flavor in a certain lane, um, but and I, I've always enjoyed Bert, and then when I saw him live. The, the the second hardest I've ever laughed was watching Burt Kreischer. the The first hardest was watching um, Uncle Joey Diaz 
that I, I think I cracked mm. a couple of ribs watching that motherfucker. Um, and I've seen Tom Segura like five times because he was coming through North Carolina quite a bit. He used to go to school. I don't know if that's the reason why he stopped by so much, but um, I saw Ari Shafir live. That was fantastic. I've seen Christina P. I, I love stand up comedy. I like going to stand up comedy more than I do like uh, live music. So I, mm. I think I think for me it's like guys like David Tell. I think I've seen He's, David Tell live. He's one of the funniest people in the world. I think. He's, I saw I saw yeah. David Tell live uh, solo, and I saw him doing bumping mics with uh, Jeff Ross. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really huge on Jeff Ross, but David Tell is super funny. I don't know. Maybe my I think my comedy is a little more narrow or something with the stand up. I saw Louis C.K. when he was on his uh, canceled tour. He came through Charlotte before that and played like a 300 seater. Yeah, and, and, I, like, I like Louis C.K. too. And I hate to sound like I'm bragging, but. I mean, it's it is the case. Like I, I got to see George Carlin live. No shit, and that was fucking amazing. Wow. Yeah, my buddy Joe bought me tickets for my birthday one year, and he was how, playing how up big in New of Hampshire. a like what a kind of seven hundred thousand seat theater up in New Hampshire. Yeah. God damn, a, for yeah, real. Not, not a big place. He was just there, like kind of working out material, and yeah, it was fucking amazing. God. Oh, I thought you said seven hundred thousand. I was like, "That's a goddamn no, 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 seven thousand, yeah, seven, seven, no, seven hundred to a thousand, yeah." Gotcha. You <laughs> know, like, like a small little DB, place. Yeah. He played in the center of a state. Seven hundred. Oh, so, okay, yeah. Right. I should have said dash. I he guess seven hundred dash a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> he did jam in New York at one point. So. Yeah, uh, maybe the greatest comedy special of all time. That Chris Rock bring the pain is right up there. But anyway, all right, we're getting off getting off yeah, track here. It's a bit early to uh, get off the rails. Yeah, it is. But uh, speaking of which, let's get off the rails a little more. Uh, here's a new thing I wanna I I wanna do. Uh, before we get into our our movie topics, I wanna ask you guys some questions. Let the listeners know a little a little more about us and all. You know. Uh, our own thoughts and feelings. So, so here's a question. I want you guys to answer. Hold on. Here's an answer to a question you'd ask. I like to be prepared for questions, but I don't feel like. I'm yeah, prepared. I know, but then it <laughs> makes it less fun. So, I, I want you guys to just give your honest answer, and I, I don't want you to come up with a prepared answer. I want your honest opinions here. All right, all right. If you could wake up tomorrow with like one skill one ability that you currently don't have that you really wish you did what would it be and i'm not talking superpowers or anything like that uh to give you guys a second to think i'll give you my answer because to me it's one of two things both things i am not good at and fuck i wish i was i really have to flip a coin to decide either to be a really good singer or like a really like someone that can just fucking draw fucking really well. Like, you, you, you know, those people, you got those friends that can just grab like a pencil and paper and fucking put together this beautiful fucking thing. I get so goddamn jealous of that. I wish I could do it. And I fucking can't. I'm terrible at it. I also can't sing to save my life. Like, I, I couldn't carry a fucking tune with a wheelbarrow. But damn, I wish I could. Like, how cool would it be? Right? Like, the 
be able to go and do fucking karaoke and the crowd fucking erupts because you're actually good at it, you know? I wish I could sing. I wish I could draw. I don't know which one I would want more. But, Marky, how about you? Is there something that you're not good at that you really wish you were? You know, I, yeah, and I'll tell you where my mind went. And I think it's interesting because uh, the way you answered um, my mind, the first thing that popped into my head was electrical, like mm-hmm. electrician. Like right? I've, I've paid people out the ass to mm-hmm. do and I've watched them like that motherfucker switched two wires. Of course, if I tried it, I'd kill myself and, mm-hmm. you know, now I got to pay him 500 bucks. Right. And that's, that's funny. You're talking about like singing and uh, drawing right. and stuff. And my, but I also my mind, wish I could just fix my car. Like, yeah, right. so yeah, I got to pay somebody my to mind do went that to too, electrical so. <laughs> and then secondary was plumbing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I totally yeah. get that. I'm already good at drawing and I don't care if I don't. Can I you draw? Sing. You really can? Yeah. You son That's, of a bitch. I'm I'm out of practice. I haven't drawn in years because uh I've I've you know I've quit be- being a dinosaur. I got a job, you know. I, I don't even know how to do the anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to save that video. <laughs> how about you, AJ? What about you? I'm, what is something you wish you were good at? Well, the first thing that popped in my head was similar to Marky. I wish I was mechanically inclined. Like, I just mm-hmm. wish I could, like, fix things, uh, you know, do repairs to my car, like, at the drop of right. my hat. Like, yeah, Anything totally. where I have to be mechanically inclined, electric, like, anything like that, mm-hmm. any sort of thing like that, where not not the intense stuff that you would, like, really need an electrician for, like, rewiring like a bunch of stuff throughout the house but like little things you know i just wish i was much much more mechanically inclined that would be if i could wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden be bestowed with that i think that would be i think good. part of that too is like yeah. I, I wish i had the confidence to just open it up and because when i look you at something it, right i, I want to fix it but like the anxiety, as soon as I open it up, like it's not going to go back together again. Like it's already kind of not working. If I touch it or open it up, it's going to be permanently fucked. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to go further away from fixing it by doing that. Right. Like it's going to get further fucked. Yes. Right. Because I tell you what, there's one point um, in an old apartment we lived in where like my sink was all fucked up. And one time, Tim, McGillicuddy there. Uh, he is uh, w- was over and like I was like, oh yeah, this thing's all fucked up. He's like, oh, hold on. I got one in my truck. It just went out and grabbed a new faucet, yeah. came in, fixed the whole fucking thing just like that. And I was yeah. like, whoa, people yeah. can do that? <laughs> yeah, he resealed. So, yeah, I totally he, re- he resealed my toilet that was leaking. Like the, right. the, the, the dude <laughs> just knows how to do shit. And, right? Yeah, yeah I've, that, I've oh, seen him. Shit. I might take back my singing thing now because that would be awesome too to be he, good at that. He's stuff. the kind of person where he just looks at it and he's like, "Oh, I got a wrench in my car," and like mm-hmm. you said, he goes out and gets it, but the wrench never comes out of his pocket, and he just <laughs> he just jiggles it, and he's like, "Well, it's fixing now. It's it's going." I'm like what the fuck? Yeah, that that shit is impressive. Yeah, because he's he's seen it done it and he's not afraid to get in there and just right right and just go for it he's got enough confidence that like yeah he he can just go for it so another actual uh mcgillicuddy story real quick i had last summer my ac unit it's super old 
and it ran out of Freon and it died. Mm -hmm. And I had to uh, call out the local AC company to uh, come take a look at it. And it was over the weekend. So it was, you know, uh, upcharge on top of upcharge. And then the Freon, this guy's telling me, he's like, this is an outdated Freon. They don't use this anymore. It's, you know, CFCs or what have you. Uh, right. It costs more because they don't sell this or they don't even make this anymore. I just happen to have a bottle I can top off your Freon. It's going to be an ungodly amount of money. I'm like, what choice do I have? Yes, do it. And mm-hmm. I tell Tim a couple of days later, and he's like, I got a bottle of that. And he's like, I, I, got, the, <laughs> I, I got the tools to check your levels too. Like he has the tools with him to mm-hmm. like check a uh, AC unit's pressure and temperature. Right. 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 Because someone like him thinks about getting stuff like that. Yeah. Like Marky, we want to buy the latest that. video yeah. game. This guy's getting like tools to fix his house. Yeah. <laughs> we fucked up somewhere. Yeah. For every occasion, whatever the nature of the fucked up part of the, you know, mm. whatever needs to be fixed, he's got the tool for it. Mm-hmm. And knows how to use it. Yes, very nice. All right, we're we're, we're going to make this a regular thing. I'll I'll have a different type of question each week, but uh, you know, it's a fun little non movie related. Let's uh kind of get to know everyone thing. But uh, now that we've done that, let's start talking movies. You guys uh, you guys are fans of movies, right? I've seen a few. I I am. All right, great. So so we're going to talk. This was brought up uh at the end of last week's episode. Uh, I came across a, a a video on the on the interwebs about uh, movies that should be cult classics that are not for one reason or another, and so we started talking about it, and, and we're going to get into these. Well, we'll we'll go through some of the movies that are on their list. Uh, we'll we'll bring up a few of our own movies that we think should be uh, cult classics that aren't, and. Uh, uh, I think we're going to take a little deeper dive into the movie Mystery Men, which, spoiler alert, uh, was the the number one on their list of movies that should be called classics. So uh, we, we all, I hope, actually, AJ never fucking responds to our group chat, so I don't know if he watched it, but I do know Marky and I watched Mystery Men this week, and uh, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take a dive into that one, and... Uh, you know, a few other ones. So, uh, real quick before we get into the list, uh, if you don't know, obviously, cult classic movies are just basically, uh, you know, films that came out and maybe weren't very well received, whether it's from critics or from the audience. And, you know, at first, we're just kind of somewhat ignored. And then over time, gained such a big following that more and more and more and more people started seeing these movies and they became bigger deals. Uh, obviously, like the most obvious example of this one is uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which, you know, came out in the 70s, wasn't really shown at many movie theaters, but then the movie theaters it was shown at, people loved it so much. They started coming back dressed in costume and making a big deal and the movies spread. Uh, since then, other examples, obviously, movies like Office Space that completely bombed at the box office, but when they became streaming, or not streaming, but on, you know, video at uh, video rental Rentals. places. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Can you guys name any video rental places? Mm. Hollywood Video, I think. Hollywood, was one. yes, yes, that is. Uh, movies and more. 
which was just like an independent one near me. H.A., do you know any? Video Village. Video Village, yes. Okay. <laughs> I think that's about it. I don't think there were any others in that um, industry. Yeah. So, yeah. That one, Clue, was another one that got big. I think Idiocracy is kind of yes. getting to that point. It's yeah, quite big. But uh, uh, Michael, Michael Judge, that's his name, right? Yeah, well, Mike, most Judge. Of his, Mike Judge. Most of his films fall into that category. And mm-hmm. uh, also uh, Kevin Smith, too, if you're going to say that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So so, so let's get into the, their list. We'll start off with that before we get into our picks. So uh, they had at number 10 the movie Logan Lucky. Uh I can't. This is one of those ones that looked pretty good to me, but didn't have much buzz, so I never saw it. Have either of you guys seen Logan Lucky? I've, I've seen it. Um, real quick though, did you? Uh, I, I spaced out there for a minute. Did you uh, preface this by saying that their list was something along the lines of movies that should have been blockbuster called? video? There it is. <laughs> Thank God. It was right on the top. Oh my God. God. <laughs> Oh, that was it. I couldn't think of it. So weird. Um, this list, DP. Uh, yeah, movies that should be cult classics, but didn't right, quite right. make it there. Yeah. So, yes, so. you mentioned the definition of the cult classic movies, and there are the obvious examples. So mm-hmm. this this list is uh, kind of like a, a cult classic on the edge, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, Logan Lucky. Ah. Uh, maybe maybe further down the line maybe and you know it's it, it that movie did not come out that long ago mm-hmm. um it was a decent it was okay uh it has to do with charlotte and carolina so i liked some parts of that but oh. there was... i didn't realize that i remember i remember seeing like the uh nascar track Right in the uh, trailer for it, but I that would make sense. That'd be North yeah. The Carolina, heist, the though. heist takes place at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Ah. Um, uh, w- w- one thing that, uh, as being a Charlotte native, that kind of uh, you know, it's just a, a pet peeve. Um, Channing Tatum's character and his brother, they live, I forget where, what town, but it's the mountains. So mm-hmm. like he lives in the mountains, and he just goes to work at charlotte that's like a two and a half three hour trip depending on where you live in the mountains but right. he's just like yeah going to my morning commute to work <laughs> like different size of the state man yeah um but you know it's fun uh um what's his name uh james bond um yeah daniel craig daniel craig is that's one of his first eccentric characters outside of james bond before mm-hmm. going into knives out his looking back on it it's not as bad because you know uh, benoit blanc is over the top with that foghorn leghorn kind of accent he does the same kind of thing in logan lucky where it's just an over the top uh southeastern carolina accent um Mm -hmm. at the time when i was watching it i'm like what the fuck is he doing it but (laughs) after benoit blanc it you know kind of right makes a little bit more sense he's just going way over the top Adam Driver was fantastic in that movie. He seemed the most natural, um, mm-hmm. but he's also maybe the best, one of the best actors out of that entire cast. Um, it was fun though. It was, it was a fun movie. It just, it was almost like a, and it, it was described this way when it came out. It's like a rednecks version of Ocean's Eleven. Um, <laughs> it's a heist movie. They're, they're robbing a place and mm-hmm. it's, 
there's a lot of things that line up that don't make sense as they're happening. And at the end of the movie, they almost do this montage. Like they, you know, it's Rick and Morty's done a parody of it. It's uh, there's tropes. It's thick with tropes. So maybe further down, maybe Mm. some years to come, it would be more of a cold classic. But right now I think it's just a mediocre movie. All right. So, uh, all right, well, the number nine movie is on their list, is one, again, very recent movie, but one we've talked about, and I totally agree, is super underappreciated. And I think if more people watched Upgrade, it would be way more popular because that movie Agreed. takes some serious fucking ass. I am actually surprised, like, hearing like how small their budget was and everything, like, yeah, they they did an awful lot with a very small budget, and it, yeah, it was a super fucking fun movie. AJ, have you seen Upgrade? I know we talked yeah, no. about it on the podcast. I don't remember if you're one that's all right. I think you'd like it, AJ. I, I think you would too. Yeah, it, Sci-fi. it's definitely kind of. Uh, it feels a bit ex machina esque. They came cro- out ex machina crossed same. with like Venom, you know. Like, yeah, it's just weird combo, but it's really, really fucking good. Logan Marshall Green is excellent in this movie. I love fucking him. love him. Yeah. And yeah, definitely an underappreciated kick-ass movie that, yeah, I, it just kind of flew under the radar. It did. Yeah, because I, I remember I only saw a couple trailers for it when it was coming out, and the, the trailers looked good, and the first time I saw it available to stream, I watched it and fucking loved it, so... I, I do think more people need to watch Upgrade. I don't flick. think I, I don't think I saw any marketing on it. I I just stumbled mm. across it one time on uh, Amazon or some streaming service, and I was like, oh, I like Logan Marshall Green, and you know, watched the brief trailer that it had. I was like, this looks interesting, and was had the remote in my hand, ready to back out of it within the first fifteen minutes, and ended up really liking that movie. Yeah, so much cool so job. that at the end of it, I was kind of drunk, and I ended up. Uh, dming joe rogan a message <laughs> telling him he should check it out because you know he always goes on about ex machina i was like check out mm-hmm. upgrade it's like a low budget ex machina but no that uh, and i saw in this list that you shared with us dp that uh they turned a pretty good profit um, mm. yeah they it's because they had such a small uh small budget so i can't believe how small that budget was so how much mm-hmm. they did with that that's because it's some decent special effects, man. They're actually really good. Yeah, and it's got a um, a, a somewhat unique story, and I'd say definitely a unique ending. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some cheesy parts, but you know they yeah. didn't have that much money to work with, so give that a pass. Logan Marshall yeah. Green is fantastic. Yeah, that's, I think that that movie is going to be a cult movie for sure. That's the almost the definition, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I think t- as time goes on, that one will definitely kind of g- garner a, a larger and larger audience as it goes. Because yeah, it's just it's great. Uh, all right, let's move on. Number eight is the movie Crank, starring Jason Statham. I haven't seen it. It, it just it, it looks ridiculous. I don't know. It didn't interest me. But I don't know. How about you? Have either of you guys seen Crank? Yeah, AJ, did you ever see this movie? I've never seen it. Okay, it's so gonna just be a me. common. It's gonna be a <laughs> common theme. Mm. Um, I've seen most of the movies on this list, by the way. Um, but I, I thought Crank got 
pretty popular uh not reviews but it 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 had you know some right. positive it, feedback it, it was popular it, it got it big enough that it had a sequel like right. there's crank high voltage so that's why i kind of only, found it only two two or three years surprising after. yeah that it's on this list so but uh yeah i haven't seen it but let's keep rolling on to number seven uh this one i think we've Brought up at one point on the podcast, Kiss Kiss Pang Bang. Yes. Uh, the Shane Black movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yeah, this was, I saw this when it came out and haven't seen it since, so it's been a while. But yeah, this was a cool flick. I And I, I think it's on this list mostly because like all of Shane Black's movies after this became huge and this one not as big, but... This was still a cool movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah. I, I first watched this in college. My buddy had it. He showed it to me. I hadn't heard about it. And it was kind of had that impression like, how how come I didn't hear about this movie? It's a great movie. And then watched it not too terribly long ago, a couple of years ago. And I felt like it still stood, still held up. Um, that's one of the last movies that I can think of that Val Kilmer was uh had his health and that was acting as well as he was and that was like maybe clean robert downey jr or at least pre marvel mm-hmm. robert downey jr it's kind of like this in between yeah. um I, I, yeah, I really like that movie um all right number six on this list this is a movie i absolutely love uh all right, it, it's a movie Sky High. It's from like 2005, and it's totally a kids' movie. But this came out at about like Aiden, my my son was you know very young at the time, so the Disney Channel was on in our house a lot, and so I saw this movie multiple times, not by choice, but goddamn, it grew on me. Um, it's yeah, it's just kind of this superhero slash teenage coming of age story that is just so campy and so over the top that it is amazingly fun. Um, The funny thing is too, like uh, when I looked at the comment section on the video, the what culture video, uh, so many comments of people like, Oh my God! Yes, I love Sky High. Sky High rules. I I was shocked at how many people fucking how many other people love this movie, because it is it is so super like tropey paint by numbers type story, but in a way they it like embrace it. You know, um, it, it's all the tropes from like those eighties you know teen rom-commy movies and and you can tell that they the movie makers know this and are embracing it because like the entire soundtrack is like modern covers of 80s songs you know like vitamin c doing a cover of till tuesdays hush hush and shit like that so yeah it's a very very cheesy movie but goddamn is it fun and I was shocked at how many other people fucking were on board with me on Sky High. 
it, it's on Disney Plus right now. If you've never seen it, go check it out. It's fun. It I, really is. I, it, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. I haven't I haven't seen that one. I saw the trailer for it, and I couldn't quite bring myself to watch it. Um, yeah, I, I get that. I wouldn't have watched it myself if it wasn't for the fact Aiden watched fucking Disney Channel like, you know, 20 hours a day. So, Mm -hmm. Fuck. Uh, All right. Number five on their list is uh, a movie from a director. I don't know if you guys know Martin Martin McDonough. You guys know this guy, Martin McDonough? Is that how it's pronounced? Makes a movie called Seven Psychopaths. You guys familiar with this one? You know I am. (laughs) Mark, give us your thoughts on Seven Psychopaths. Well, this is his lesser known movie, or less uh, popular, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he's only done a handful. And um, they even say that in this list, out of the movies that he's done, this is the one that's typically at the bottom of the the rankings when it comes right. to the the Martin movies, but it's just because his other movies are so powerful. It, it right. it's not to say that this movie isn't good. Um, it's this has Christopher Walken, um, Sam Rockwell, Colin Farrell, and is a very interesting story. It's much different from all the other ones he's done. And I believe the premise came from when he had a bit of a writer's block. At least that's the rumor that I heard. He had a writer's block in between a couple of his movies. And this mm-hmm. movie is kind of about writer's block. Um, Colin Farrell being the Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. It's very violent. It's mm-hmm. twisted. It's uh, got some very interesting stories. There's flashbacks. There's other kind of um, storytelling. And uh, uh, I guess just aspects or techniques that he uses in in this movie that he doesn't use in his other ones. Um, Again, not as well received, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. detract from it being a good movie. I really enjoyed it. AJ, have you seen Seven Psychopaths yet? No. You have not? Oh, all right. How about Election? Have you seen the movie Election? I've seen Election, yeah. Yeah, this is number four on the list. Again, this is one of those ones that, like, had a bit of buzz when it came out and died out pretty quick, surprisingly for the quality of this movie. AJ, what were your thoughts on Election? Um, I don't know. I feel like it came out around uh, during a time when there was some other smart comedies out there. I can't think of what year this came out, but I feel like there was some other stuff out there that just sort of overshadowed it. Uh, Reese Witherspoon's excellent in it, and Matthew Broderick, and the little rivalry they have is good. It's got like those, like, sort of like makings of a cult classic in that you know it's more of like a quirky niche comedy versus like mm-hmm. mainstream and that's sort of got that could be cult appeal but 
it never reached that status. I just, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was kind of caught in between what it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to describe. What's right. his name's in it too? That's not good. The dude from American Pie, isn't he right. in it? Yeah, Chris yeah. Klein. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> that was a bad casting move. <laughs> but Reese Witherspoon can act. She, mm-hmm. proved, she proved that. One of her earlier films that got her noticed, you know. So I can see why it's on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love it, but I can see why it's on the list. It's not like if I them skimming the channels and I see it, I'll stop or anything. But it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it also, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, like Rushmore came out around the same time. Yeah, and, and that a- movie definitely got that like kind of snowball rolling where people remember Rushmore much better than election. Yeah. So maybe Rushmore is what I'm thinking of as far as like it kind of got overshadowed in the yeah. In that but but there's a whole bunch of them at that time. Yeah. It wasn't just Rushmore, but I think Rushmore kind of gets more of the cult classic status. Comedy I feel like comedy as far as cinema goes can go in like waves and phases mm-hmm. you know and there was other similar stuff going on like you know um but th- yeah i feel like comedy does that there's like those kind of ebbs and flows of like you know waves of different kinds of comedy that are popular at anyone sure, i mean american pie kind of right. set this the high uh, trend school, the high school right. comedy mm-hmm. thing yeah 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 with the raunchy things going on, yeah, that was like a whole trend for a while. And then the the stoner movies came back, right? The Judd Apatow stuff, like yeah, that stuff. Rain. All right, after well, in between that, there was that stoner stuff, and then like the Judd Apatow stuff, and then the goofy, silly stuff that Will Ferrell was doing was the rage for a little while, and you know, right. So, yeah. Um. All right, so number three, buddy, uh, is, buddy comedies. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is, there you go, a buddy com buddy action comedy, which I didn't know until I watched this video. Uh, internationally, it's known as Welcome to the Jungle, but here in the United States, uh, the Rundown, oh, the Rundown, yeah, yeah, starring The Rock and Sean William Scott. Uh, this is a movie we've definitely brought up on the podcast. Yeah, TW past. loves this one. This movie fucking kicks ass. I love this movie too. And it definitely doesn't get the respect it deserves. I, I say for sure. I didn't, I never knew. I thought, you know, I know TW loves this movie. And when he brought it up before, I I thought it was uh, adequately reviewed and loved. I, I didn't know that it was kind of like hidden. I guess to me, a cool <laughs> movie is something that's more uh niche or it's discovered yeah. it's discovered late yeah or it's I, so good that it's so bad that it's good <laughs> yeah and is loved later um because i remember this when this movie came out and i thought it was uh liked maybe 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 not but i thought it was i thought it was uh somewhat well received when it came out and just kind of had like a steady trend since then and has always been known yeah you know, Sean William Scott was a thing for a while too, right? 
Um, yeah, he really was. He was a thing for a while. Dude, where's my car? Obviously, the American Pie stuff, mm-hmm. role models. Like he was a thing for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a good thing, but he was a thing. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, that's how they did. Like they've had Kevin Hart go opposite uh, the Rock. Like you know, right. they do that sort of thing where they have the mm-hmm. the, the comedy thing go with the big muscular you know action hero thing mm-hmm. and uh rundown i think maybe did it better than some others you know it was fairly enjoyable yeah it's a, it's a fun movie i, I, I agree yeah it's, it's there's nothing wrong with it i i yeah. just never knew that it was like that uh cult classic yeah right yeah i never knew it was that's that why hidden. it's not Right. I never knew it was that obscure to be a considered a cool classic. I yeah, always I thought it was just it kind is. of at the forefront. Yeah, I don't think it should be on this list. Actually, if I'm being honest, I, I agree with Marky. I don't think this yeah. is. I don't even think this is like should have been cold classic. It definitely isn't, and I don't mm. think it, it should be on some other list. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, cool. List of movies that came comedies. out at the wrong time because. But like yeah, if you're looking for a kind of action buddy comedy from that era, like you're gonna watch the other guys, you know, like that's a way funnier, way better movie. Well, isn't that a bit later? It is a bit it's, later. It is a, I don't know, twenty. I'm more inclined. I'm more oh, inclined when did like... the rundown come out? Uh, early two thousands, I think. Oh, okay. So it's way earlier. Than yeah, that. I All think right. that's more like Rush Hour era. Like that was a thing, mm-hmm. the, buddy, the buddy comedy thing, like that. Rush Hour did it ten times better, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rush Hour definitely a better version of it. So right. Um, and then there were other ones like that, like Chris Tucker. The stuff with Chris Tucker was popular with that. Um, so he did it in uh Money Talks, which is that should be a cult classic. With right. uh, with um, with uh, what's his name? Winning. What's his name? Charlie Sheen. Charlie yeah. Sheen. Yeah, winning. <laughs> winning. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to what's we'll his name? Tiger Blood. Yeah, Tiger Blood. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. So they that was a buddy thing. They were like a mismatch pair thing, and that one's fucking underrated. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. It's just bonkers, stupid, but hilarious. Um, you know, so that was like that time. Like there, there's a lot of buddy stuff going on there. Yeah, and they go so, through those phases uh, again. Uh, so the number two movie again, Sean William Scott. Uh, oh yeah, he was a thing for a while. Uh, and one again, I saw this movie when it came out. Like I saw it in the movie theaters, and like I thought it was good, but I didn't have the desire to keep watching it over the years. But uh, it's the movie Evolution. Yeah. It's a Ivan Reitman movie. It's pretty funny. It's a good yeah. time. But it's, you know, it's fine. I thought it was forgettable. Yeah. You know, and again, yeah. I, I, this isn't something that I would necessarily think as a, a cult movie because I thought it was adequate, adequately marketed at the time and mm-hmm. uh, so adequately received, you know, mediocrely received. It at should the have time. been mediocrely received. I thought that movie was kind of boring. Yeah, it, yeah. it was fine. It, it like it, out, it didn't suck. It had it wasn't that great. It was like you know, had some funny moments. It was, but it was like, eh, you know. Or what was the guy's name? The the, the Jones. Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Yeah, he yeah. was a thing for a few. Yeah, like, he was hot seconds. for like two years. Two, yeah, for yeah. like a minute. 
he came real hot <laughs> off of mad tv yeah 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 um but this movie came out when i was uh like early teens i guess all right maybe and uh i remember watching and really liking this movie me and my sister watched this movie a handful of times not enough to where like we played it to death but more than a couple of times to where like we played it more than we should have and we really liked it at the time you know it was fun it's it's nostalgic for me but i still can't really throw my vote in for it being a cult movie contender i mean again i think it's just uh Maybe, maybe maybe it, it uh i don't know maybe maybe i'm in the minority it's fun julianne moore david duchovny uh like you said sean william scott comedy alien movie Shit, i forgot julianne moore was in that mm-hmm. yeah. was, actually was she doing then you remember uh I, as i was watching this video that dp sent us that, that is this uh this video uh, vlog of this list of movies you see a glimpse of the dude from my name is earl the real yeah. big guy ethan supley he is massive in that yeah. movie i think the heaviest he's ever been like, mm-hmm. he is enormous in that movie yeah he is very thin now Did yeah he's gotten big yes yeah he's been doing a lot of weightlifting. he's gotten bulky strong yeah um but in evolution, he is grotesquely overweight. Yeah. Brutal. So, all right. Uh, so let's, we're going to talk about the number one movie on their list uh, before we talk about some of the movies we personally feel are uh, cult classics or should be cult classics. But this one, I feel like uh, this one is basically knocking on the door of being a cult classic. And that is the movie Mystery Men. Uh, again, this I've heard a lot of buzz about this, kind of, especially somewhat recently, you know. Uh, it, this is a movie that came out before the whole Marvel movie, you know, superhero bang of the uh, 2000s. Uh, came out in 1999. Stars uh, Ben Stiller and Paul Rubens and William H. Macy. And it's a total just kind of spoof of the whole superhero thing. But goddamn, it's a funny fucking movie. I watched it for the first time this week. I loved it. I, I thought it was excellent. Um, if you get if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on Peacock right now. Oh, excuse me, on Peacock right now. Go watch Mystery Men, then come back and listen to us talk about it. Uh, it's a super fun movie. Uh, I'm assuming both of you guys did watch it this week, AJ. I didn't watch it this week. You did not. Huh? All right, Marky, did you watch it this week? I did watch it. I watched oh. it last night. Well, what were your thoughts on Mystery Men? So th- this was a first viewing for me, um, kind of like you. I'd uh, always heard it, and I thought I had actually seen it before. And then once I started watching it, realized that was not the case. I don't know what I had thought I had seen. Um, 
but that and again going back to that uh, article that you sent us that video article that talked about this top 10 possible cult films um i was watching it with sam and we were kind of going through and i was like i've seen that i've seen that don't have any interest in that seen that and then the last one mystery man i was like oh i've never seen that but i've always been kind of interested and she knew it and she loved it she was like let's watch it i know that one i've, I've always liked that one um apparently one of uh the kids in her household growing up used to play that movie all the time and she mm -hmm. grew to like it and and she still liked it you know she was still cracking up uh we we're having a good time and it was a wild ride as far as this movie in my opinion is the definition of a, a, a cult film mm -hmm. um because like how many people have actually seen it but then look at who is in this movie i mean you mentioned a couple of the people but you've also got some huge hitters in here. There's Jeffrey Rush, mm -hmm. um, Greg Kinnear, yeah. and then there is uh, a crazy amount of cameos throughout the movie. Dane Cook pops up. This is this would have been what would you say this movie was? Nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah. This would have been like uh, either like day, peak or yeah. pre pre-peak Dane Cook. Mm -hmm. Michael Bay has a cameo. I thought it was Rain, Wayne Gretzky for a second. And then I saw in the credits, it was Michael Bay. Um, <laughs> Kel from Keenan and Kel. He's in there. Hank Azaria, mm -hmm. of course, in my opinion, yeah. he stole the show. He's my favorite. Uh, West Study or West Studi. I don't, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, that, that guy's a, a hey, killer. He's from like the last of the Mohicans and yes. stuff. Yeah, he's been in a ton of shit. And he, like, the that fucking guy, yeah. Goody Mob is in it. The entire Goody Mob, CeeLo Green's original rap group. Yeah. That's what I said. That's fucking CeeLo. Yeah, yeah. He was in a group called the Goody Mob. And in this, they were the not so Goody Mob because they were villains. <laughs> okay, so I didn't understand that reference because that's <laughs> that was a little bit older for my time. I just recognized CeeLo. I was like, that's fucking C though. And then yeah. Eddie Izzard's in that. Mm -hmm. um, Artie Lang has a cameo. And yeah. Tom Waits has a small role. And yeah, he's great I, too. I, I love fucking him. love Tom Waits. It, mm -hmm. Everything I've seen him in, he always kills it. That guy is so good as an actor. It doesn't matter what the role is. I mean, maybe it's always the same, but I love him. And it, it was a it was a fun and we can dissect this movie a little bit more. I, I wish you would have watched it, AJ, because I think there's there's more to this movie than the surface. The on the surface, it is a superhero movie. It's almost set in like this Tim Burton, uh, dark dystopian neo-noir near future city. Mm -hmm. And the these crime fighters are no one really has superpowers. There's a couple characters that pop up that actually can do something but for the most yeah. part people just are crime fighters that are just regular everyday people i'm really good at shoveling yeah <laughs> and at the end of the movie when, when we got done watching it sam kind of uh hit it home for me because i was like processing this movie and she just said that they're all crazy i'm like holy mm -hmm. shit you're right everyone in this movie is just out of their fucking mind like everyone is just insane that's what it is. It's, it's this movie is just as much about psychology and losing your fucking marbles mm -hmm. as it is. Like on the surface, it seems like a kind of like a fun, yeah. campy superhero movie, and then you peel back a couple layers, and there's some deeper I, kind of like psychological issues there. 
different ways people deal with shit. Like some people just get completely fucking furious, like Ben Stiller's Mr. Furious, (laughs) who is just such an amazing character. Yeah. If Ben Stiller as as Mr. Furious was so fucking funny, like his just the whole attitude of him uh, you know like wanting to be the leader but not actually wanting to lead you know but just wanting to be known as the leader but not do anything was just fucking excellent like such a kind of typical you know attitude people have uh yeah, I, I thought he was great. I think Janine Garofalo was hilarious. Yeah. And the, the whole, or her dad skull in the bowling ball w- was excellent. Um, her craziness is maybe like the most apparent, but like yeah. everyone's crazy, but hers is the most on the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just embraces it and goes with it. And yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, this was such a fun movie, man. I can't believe I hadn't seen it. But, but again, it's one I... And even now, like I hear people talking about it. And so I think this is almost a cult classic. If it's not quite there, I think it will be soon because I feel like there are more and more people getting behind this movie. And after watching it, I think more and more people need to get behind this movie. This yeah. movie is fucking awesome. There's also the uh, idea of uh, Greg Kinnear. He's like the the popular superhero and amazing and And he's just full of shit he's full of shit and he's also just decked out in sponsors like his Mm -hmm. suit is nothing but like different sponsorships yeah um jeffrey rush his character is uh casanova frankenstein (laughs) you know i think i did see this movie back in the day i just don't Mm -hmm. remember it it is incredibly silly I don't even remember one second of the movie. It's uh, it is incredibly you really silly. Should we rewatch it? It's on Peacock. William H Macy as the shoveler. Uh, mm-hmm. He's it's funny because like I feel like that's so. William H Macy's character is like is Maybe like the heavy man. Uh, he's like the strong man, mm-hmm. and that's so far removed from every other William H Macy character that he's ever done. Right? Like, when has he ever been like the muscle? You know, um, Hank Azaria, uh, for people that might not be as familiar with him, if you'd recognize his face from the museum movies with uh, Ben Stiller and Robin Williams yeah, at the museum. Rec- he recognize his voice. His voice. Yes. He did He did every goddamn character from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in this movie, his, his character is the Blue Raj, and he's. Uh, a white guy doing a, a British accent of uh, like an Indian, um, like Sultan. Maybe, maybe I did see this. He sounds like fucking Stewie Griffin. When I first heard, <laughs> like when the movie first started, like you heard the voice before you saw him. And my first thought when I heard the voice was like, holy shit, Seth MacFarlane's in this movie. <laughs> and then they caught and you see it's Hank Azaria. And I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, he does do a very kind of stewy type kind of a fash, posh, yeah. posh British accent. Yeah, it's it, it is a and like I was saying too, um, the noir aspect of it, the the setting, the world mm-hmm. building. It's this near future, gritty, 
dark, but at the same time, it's like uh, a campy, fun, fun right. movie. And, and the violence is very lighthearted. It's just like little punches thrown here and there until Greg Kinnear gets turned inside Completely out and melted. melted. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Very, yeah. very interesting movie. Yeah, this is one I think should become a cult classic. And I, I think it's on its way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, out of all the movies on this list, um, I would say, yeah, this one is definitely most deserving of becoming a cult classic. I think so. However, I, I mean, I think there's some other movies out there that also deserve to be called classics. I, I, I'm assuming you guys do, too. How about you, AJ? You, you got any... Uh, yeah, thank you. They, they call me the Segway King. And it's not because I drive one of those little scooter things. Because you don't. No, I do not. So, <laughs> how about you, AJ? What movies do you think deserve to be called classics that are either on their way or not even close to it? Where, where are you at? What do you think? So... I don't know. I hope it's on its way because I feel like not enough people have seen this as one of those. But I don't know if it'll ever be a late discovery. But mm -hmm. it's it's just like sort of this and I know you guys haven't seen it because I preach this movie constantly to you guys. Or not mm -hmm. constantly, but I have. But um, uh, the Coen Brothers, uh, A Serious Man. All right. Hmm. It's got like all the cult classic trappings. Like it's it's got like a very quirky sort of niche story, mm. and it kind of sneaks up on you. It's like it's not something you would most people would gravitate towards, but it's 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 br fucking brilliant. The acting, the 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 movie, the dialogue is super quotable, and it's just it's just it's got like an ingenious. Um, the story and plot and i just i don't know i think it could be on it i hope it's on its way maybe it's more like wishful thinking than it is mm -hmm. you know thinking that it will get there but it's it's got the the makings of something like that if it would ever catch on right people. so yeah that, that is that one movie. i can maybe watch. it's just it's maybe it's maybe it's just like you know bias mm -hmm. on my part versus oh, yeah. objectively thinking it 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 should be a cult classic, but mm -hmm. um, I basically just want you guys to see it. <laughs> right, I'm gonna check that one out. Um, how about you, Marky? What, what, what do you got that should be a cult classic? Um, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but uh, maybe not. Going back to uh, Mike Judge, his movie Extract. Um, this one, mm. like a lot of his movies, uh. I, again, maybe it's because of it, it takes the uh, Kevin Smith approach where the, the marketing is very minimal. So, I mean, it's not like the movie's not well, well received. It's just that it's not really well known. Mm -hmm. um, but Extract has Jason Bateman as the lead, and he is the owner of this factory that makes like vanilla extract. And he owns mm -hmm. and runs this factory, and it's, it's, classic mike judge where things just go to shit and it's these weird everyday trappings his one of his right. best friend in the movie is ben affleck who is the bartender 
Uh, Mila Kunis is this criminal drifter. You yeah, don't know this right. one? You'd love it, man. Uh, yeah. Mila Kunis is the, is the criminal drifter that wanders into his life. Kristen Wiig is Jason Bateman's wife. Uh, J.K. Simmons plays like his warehouse manager. Um, you've got David Kitchener. Kitchener is that his name? Uh, Kine. Keckner. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, T.J. Miller is in it as like a, a warehouse employee. There's a bunch of classic uh, Mike Judge actors and actresses that are sprinkled in throughout this movie um it's it's a lot of fun and it's it is kind of like that movie that uh it's it's smartly written and i don't know why it didn't get as much a praise or as it did when it came out but i'm guessing just because of the lack of marketing Mm -hmm. so all right Another one you have to check out. Uh, I first one I got is, you know, a comedy, and I this one I think is close to being considered a cult classic. I I think it's almost there if it's not there already, and that's uh, the movie Dirty Work. Oh yeah, Norm Macdonald and uh, Artie Lang, who has made an appearance in Mystery Men. it, like that came out at a time, you know, with all the Sandler and, uh, you know, movies coming out at the time. And uh, what's his name? Chris Farley. All his movies were coming out then. So this one kind of got lost in the shuffle a bit. But fucking A, Dirty Work is hilarious. I've seen this movie like a dozen times. And I laugh harder every time I see it. Because like every time you find some other little joke you missed in the, the time before. It is so goddamn funny. Uh, I, I I just love Norm. Like, Norm MacDonald's one of my favorite fucking comics and comedic actors ever. Um, yeah, I, I think more and more people really need to watch Dirty Work, because it is hilarious. What's, what's the other Norm MacDonald on that vein with uh dave Chappelle, the uh the one where he works norm mcdonald works as like the butler for the old lady you know oh, what i'm talking about fuck yeah i, I can't th- remember the name of it right now I, oh what's that aj what are you saying it's the norm mcdonald movie where he plays the butler of the rich old lady mm. and dave Chappelle is his best friend oh no, no, no. i don't know i i think that falls in line just as much as a because I've I've seen Dirty Work and I agree with you, DP. And I think mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm on his IMDb page right now, and I'm scrolling back to try and find it. Yeah, screwed, so <laughs> screwed. That's it. Oh yes, fucking screwed. That one is hilarious. Dane DeVito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that falls into the same vein too. Yeah, I agree. Not to steal your thunder there, but yeah, wow. Norm Norm's fucking great. Yeah, well, well one of the all times. So AJ, what else you got? What what's another movie you think deserves cult classic cult classic status? Cult Cladis? We'll just yeah, make it one. What what it deserves cult Cladis? Uh, I'm not gonna so, answer that. No, 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 no. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that. Um so I don't know if this will ever be a cult classic, but it's like one of those movies that 
um i can still like if i found it somewhere streaming i would still i would still watch it it's one of those happy madison um productions that i don't think got that much attention because it stars like a happy madison like actor that was like sort of like a side character in some of the you know um adam sandler stuff and that's grandma's boy 100 percent. yeah Dude, grandma's one. boy is amazing i just watched it like yeah less than it's stre- two months ago right because it's streaming somewhere I, I think yeah it popped up somewhere like where it's now streaming for free and i was like oh fuck yeah that. it's streaming and somewhere i, I, think I it's forget like where Hulu it was or something yeah maybe i maybe saw because- it and i fucking watched it immediately that movie goddamn rules yeah i was getting i was getting ready i was getting ready for ben i'm like let me just pop that one on because i know that you know i know that one so well that you know i don't care if i doze off during it or whatever because i like it so much that is a Um, solid cult classic movie yeah but it's not i don't think it's quite you are a loser yeah oh my god but you know the guy, the dude that stars in it. Um, mm-hmm. What's his name? You, we, nobody knows who he is, right? Yeah, right. exactly. He's the the side role in fucking every other uh, Adam Sandler movie. Right, right? Alan yeah. Cover. Mm-hmm. Six point one million at the box office. Okay, like nothing, right? But for, it was a Happy Madison thing, so people were like, "Oh, I wonder how much it costs." Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is just ludicrous. But the it's audience insane. score is 85%. That's yeah. So oh, that yeah. bodes, that I think that bodes well for a cult classic. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, 100%. so I fucking and, love that. I love that oh, movie. I unapologetically a fucking fan of that movie. I I will agree. never apolo- I will never apologize for that. <laughs> That's a good I one. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. That is a fucking great one. Yeah, and especially like the subject matter and just the it, you know, it it has no shame that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it has no fucking shame. It doesn't it's, give a shit about you. It's got a <laughs> it's got a young, heavy Jonah Hill that's that was mm-hmm. just doing kind of like mm-hmm. side roles at the time. Yep, just being ridiculous, just yeah, being he, silly. It, remember that uh the Asian character, he's like a Korean guy that's always talking about killing himself. He's like, I'm just going to go yeah. kill myself right now. And they're like, no, yeah. stop it. <laughs> yeah, but even like his buddy, who's like, he calls his parents his roommates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's in like some some Happy Madison stuff too, I think. Oh, that's uh, uh, Nick Schwartzen. Yeah, yeah, Nick yeah, Schwartz yeah, yeah, yeah. no slouch. Yeah. I mean, that guy's had a whole career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, since since then or before, like since then, right? Since then, since yeah. then, since then, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, at the time, he was he was yeah, he was just okay. like doing yeah. bit stuff, you know, like, and he is he's got that deadpan like way of um, delivering his um, dialogue Ooh. and stuff that was just so hilarious. Yeah, and he's he sleeping awesome. in like the race car that's his bed. Yeah, yeah but it's a, it's a, a sweet car. bed. It's a sweet bed, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yep, that's all. Right. I'll end off on that. But Grandma's boy, yeah, that might yeah, be. The I one. wonder, uh, Nick Swartzen, was he doing? I guess we maybe can compare the years, like when that movie came out and when Reno nine one one. Because remember, he had that uh, character. Oh six was Grandma's boy, I think. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, remember that he had that roller skating character on Reno, um, a reoccurring character on Reno. So I wonder if this was like one of his first kind mm. of branches over into film Let's from tv so, yeah 
Yeah, change about the time. So. But since then, um, you're right. He's he's he was popping up in more uh, Happy Madison production movies. Um, I just watched uh, the movie Oblivion again. On uh, it's on Netflix right now. It's a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, yes. I've been meaning to one. see yeah. that. So that movie uh, came out in like 2013, I think, and then. Like a couple of years later, uh, Edge of Tomorrow came out and and quickly overshadowed. I know that's a bit of a gap, but like Oblivion came out and it was just kind of like, eh. And then Edge of Tomorrow came out and people were like, yeah. And, you know, everyone totally forgot about Oblivion. Um, they did tell me weirdly seem to blend classic? together. I really liked Oblivion. So I watched it for the second time just recently, a couple nights ago. Um, It's on Netflix right now. It's a sci-fi futuristic movie. And when I got done watching it, I I still had the same appreciation for it. I was like, I really enjoyed this movie. And I started digging more into it. And uh, uh, before I get into this, there's there's, uh, some really good like aviation scenes uh, where he's flying like his futuristic little uh space plane throughout the planet like this is like some really cool visual effects um got done watching it found out who made it the same guy that that directed oblivion dp is the same guy that directed top gun maverick Ah, joseph kaczynski yeah and so oblivion has some fantastic uh aerial shots aviation scenes it it is all like a futuristic plane, but he it, this this same guy you said Joseph Kaczynski, yeah. Um, he kind of, I, and I'm sure Tom Cruise Ted had a Kaczynski. big part. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Tom Cruise had a big part in them getting that gig for Top Gun Maverick. You know, very possibly because I mean he knocked it out of the park with Top Gun Maverick. If no one's seen that, that is yeah, uh, one of the best films of last year. Yeah, and just top notch, uh, like from. You expect a movie about planes to be in the air, and that yeah. movie is like seventy five percent in the air. And there's, I, I think I mentioned it last week. I watched that movie Devotion. Uh, it was a Korean War film. There was like ten percent film in the air. I was, I was like more on the ground, just drama. I wanted to see some planes. God damn it! So, yeah, and Oblivion has some sweet sci fi shit. Um, some good okay. twists and turns aj i think you'd really like it it's you know right I lo- you know i love me some you know i love me some sci-fi and, yeah, and, and by the way i love me some tom cruise as an action hero and and he right. in this one like he good. often does he came and brought his a game like he he did not hold back like this this is he never one does yeah it, this movie also has olga Kurlinko, uh bombshell of a, a woman that and freaking morgan freeman right Isn't morgan he? freeman's yeah. in it and uh, Nikolai Costo Waldo, the oh, from Game looked, of Thrones. Yes, Jamie Lannister. He's in That's it as right. well. So this this movie came out mid Game of Thrones. So Jamie was hot. Um, he's in it. And uh, yeah, I'll check it out. I get, I mean, I'll jump on Netflix. I don't have to pay for it. So I'll just no, it's all right. Everyone's got Netflix. It's there. Oblivion yeah. is the name of the movie. I I recommend it. And not many people have seen it. Uh, I I think it's worth your time. I really do. And could be a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might have to push that one. Um, 
I I got one that I'm uh, I'm bringing this one up. It basically in honor of the uh, CEO of the movie council. It's because of him that I even fucking know this movie and yeah, I love him. this movie. And that's the the Martin Lawrence starring Blue Streak. This was this just weird fucking out of nowhere comedy uh, where Martin Lawrence plays this guy who, you know, was like a thief and he uh, stole this giant diamond and, you know, before he got arrested and went to jail, stashed it at this, you know, what it was at the time, it was just under construct this building oh, right. under construction. And when he gets out of jail, he finds out that that building became the police station. So he has to pose as a cop to get back into the building to get the giant diamond he stole. And the whole time he's battling the, you know, his old partners that are trying to kill him. It is fucking hilarious. This movie is so goddamn funny. I don't know how it got so overlooked. Because every time I watch it, I laugh my fucking balls off. Blue Streak is one of the funniest movies that no one fucking knows about. And everyone should fucking watch it. It is so goddamn good. I I know AJ's watched it on, uh, almost as yep. much as I have. A very funny, a very so funny, funny role for uh, Dave Chappelle in it, too. Yeah, it's one of Chappelle's earlier roles. Yeah, it was. Excellent. And Luke Wilson. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. been a good cast. Aside yeah. from Lawrence, I mean, it's got. Aside from Lawrence, he's real bad. I, I no, mean... aside from him in the lead, like there's some other. Oh, good right, right. oh okay, okay. <laughs> like, as you mean, as well as, him, as well as as well okay. as. Yeah, okay. We all know Martin Lawrence is the star of the film, and besides yeah. him, there's a good cast, and even like the um, like his fellow cops and stuff. Well, he's not. Spoiler alert: He's not mm-hmm. really a cop, but. Um, some of the um the cops they're like guys you would know from other stuff as like just like you know bit side small characters character actors mm-hmm. comedies and they they're all like putting in work in this you know they're all yeah they're all they're all doing their they're doing doing work and they're working hard at it and you know doing their thing and I I I think this movie is hilarious I know the ratings aren't good but it's super funny yeah. And it, it also is on Netflix. Yeah. So if you listen to this, go on awesome. to Netflix and watch Blue Streak. It's so yeah. fucking funny. <laughs> it is super funny. So and yeah. And Martin, Martin Lawrence, he did have his moment, right? He did the bad mm-hmm. boy stuff and he did that. He had a, a lesser version of Blue Streak. Nothing to is... lose or something with uh Tim Robbins. Yep, he did right. a black Black Knight, which I wouldn't call good, but this, that movie right. is funny too because he's funny. I wouldn't but call it was good. his movie, yeah. He's funny in it though. He's very funny in it, and it's engaging. And Tom Wilkinson's in it, and he's a fucking great actor doing like just a cheesy comedy, which is funny to me. I don't know. And then um, National Security, which isn't good, but he had like his moment where Martin Lawrence, where you know he was getting a ton of roles. He was mm-hmm. hot, yeah. And this is definitely probably the funniest. Yeah, like I said, of, nothing yeah. to lose yeah. is good, but I think this one's better. So, oh, yeah. he did one with Danny DeVito. Uh, what was that called? Oh, fuck! I don't What's remember. the worst yeah. that can happen, or something? Yeah, something like that. 
something it was it was terrible but like he was he was he was being put alongside like uh, like other mm-hmm. you know heavyweights and stuff too like during his yeah anyway but speaking of i don't think about i think i just saw somewhat recently uh on <laughs> on will smith's tiktok of all places uh him showing up at martin lawrence's house to talk about doing another Bad Boys movie, I oh, believe Lord. they're gonna go back and do yet under like as what was it Bad Boys for Life oh, a few that. years ago, Here and I guess they, they're coming back one more with another Bad Boys movie. And I gotta say, those first I didn't see Bad Boys for Life, but the first Bad Boys movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, over the top Bad action. Boys is yeah. Shit. yeah, Bad yeah, Boys over the top action. Great. Those two going at each other back and forth with the comedy mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it work. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think I just I just remember that. Yeah, I think they're gonna do another, another Bad Boys. Clearly, Not Jerry sure Jerry Jerry Bruckheimer's a fan. Mm, clearly, yeah. So, all right. Uh AJ, you got any more? I got I got at least one more. Okay. Um, I don't know if it will become a cult classic. It, it is more modern, so it's going to take some time. So mm-hmm. 2018's uh, Lakeith Stansfield stars in uh, uh, Sorry to Bother You. Mm. Um, it's like one of those movies that's like very niche. It's got a message. It's uh, It goes in directions you don't expect it. It's got like a very interesting style to it. Right. No. Yeah, I remember you telling us about this movie. Yeah, this does seem like it's got that potential, doesn't it? Huh? Yeah, I love it. It's um, yeah, I don't. I think it kind of flew under the radar, but the, it's got like a a, like a voice part by David Cross. Like, oh right. Yeah, it's just like a, and uh, what's his name? The fucking weirdo is in it. Oh, the cannibal. Yeah, what's his name? Army Hammer. Army Hammer's in it. Uh, but Lakeith Stanfield's awesome. I think it was Tessa Tessa Thompson's in it with him, and I believe so. Terry Terry Cruz, and it's a really good cast. And the story is. Did off you mention the wall. Danny Glover? Danny Glover, yeah. It's but and the story's off the wall, you know. Mm-hmm. And it ends in such a way that you'd never expect. Like it just got to the wildest thing going on ever. Even more bonkers. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it'll be cult classic because it's 2018 release and it's but right. I feel like it needs some time. It's worth yeah, it needs some time to to get to that point. But you should we should talk about those films because right. you know if if you haven't become a cult classic yet and you came out in you know the nineties, you're probably not, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's true. That's a good point. Know? I think I'd, um this movie, uh, sorry to bother you, uh, came out with uh, pretty good uh, re- reviews and yeah, uh, it did. decent decent viewership, right? Yeah, it did. But I think you're, I think you're right. Like it's the movie's still like almost out of its place. Like we appreciate it for what it is. I love it, but it it yes, and I know you liked it more than I did. But I think it might uh, kind of gather garner more fans the older it gets the more it settles right that's what so makes I, the cool film. it's like it's like right but it's it's like i know exactly why fight club's a cult classic right 
people walked out of the fucking theater during that right day. you know what i mean people weren't having yeah. it but then people when people were given time it. to actually think about what the movie was saying they're able to come back to it and be like oh my god this is great yeah. exactly so exactly what you're saying is what i think about uh sorry to bother you is that like even if you didn't like it the first time if you go back and see it again let it settle again watch mm. it again let it sink in again this is that type of movie that you just need to like give it some time and go back to it if you didn't right. like it the first time and i i don't know even Marky, who liked it, you might like it more if you go back to it in a, a year from now or something. I I would it. think so. I would. I would. Right. I, I'm, I would agree to that. Yeah. So that's my pick. That's a good one. I like that one. How about you, Mark? You got one more? Yeah, I got a really weird one. Um, okay. I almost guarantee that you guys have never seen it. Um, the movie's called Turbo Kid, and. I originally right. saw it. <laughs> All right. It came out in 2015. Um, it doesn't even have a rating because I don't know if it premiered anywhere. Um, my brother-in-law initially, I think, steered me towards it, maybe on Amazon or something. But right now it's on the Peacock. And it. let me, let me just read the IMDb uh, synopsis here. In a post-apocalyptic wasteland in 1997, a comic book fan adopts the persona of his favorite hero to save his enthusiastic friend and fight a tyrannical overlord. The only character you or actor you might know from this movie is Michael Ironside, and that's the bald dude from Total Recall that loses his arms in the elevator. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he was also in the Machinist. He's oh, got yeah. the, the he's he's the tyrannical overlord. Um, all the other characters I don't recognize the actors actresses I've never seen before. I don't know if it's an, a New Zealand film or an Australian. It is incredibly weird. It's uh, like I said, it came out in 2015, but the uh, like the bio says. It's uh, a 1997 apocalyptic wasteland. So it's like techno, retro, futuristic mm-hmm. movie. It's an and low budget. Steampunk? Not That's quite steampunk. Sort of ne- what steampunk is, but like steampunk is like older. Steampunk's older. You know, this, yes. Yeah. Steampunk, yes. This, steampunk's got like that, what, like that Victorian aesthetic, right? Yes. Right. This is more like bright blues it's and like reds. Victorian and... with you know technology. Right, right, right. Like and, like yeah. the, like steam like steam engine stuff technology. Yeah. Right. This movie is also hence incredibly the, violent. Hence the steam and steampunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Very gory, very violent. Lots of limbs. It's uh, the best way to describe it is like a, a Mad Max with like a Dawn of the Dead kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, back to the future I don't know like it's a weird fucking mashup I've only talked with one other person that's seen this movie it is incredibly bizarre I almost don't recommend it because it's so weird but a cult movie has a very small niche community if if anyone has seen Turbo Kid and likes it I think they're going to be a big fan 
like they're either like real big fans or this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's a cult movie, right? Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. I say I'm a little surprised uh, you didn't go with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Although I do I mean, think that one is right on the edge of being a cult classic. I think that's got a lot more fans now yes. than it had like five years ago. So, Dude, I bought that DVD as soon as it was available. I yeah. fucking love that movie. Yeah, I think I still got it. That's a good one. So I, I'll let you go. Sorry, DP, if you have one more. But mm. wouldn't you think of like steampunk as, have you guys ever seen the movie Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I have it and my wouldn't watch you think list of, because you like, think I of that, hear good stuff about it. I wouldn't you think of that as steampunk? That uh, not necessarily AJ, okay. but that is you're. It's in the right direction. It is right. Yes, it's it's like a it's like a advanced agent technology. Right, 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 right. And you know right. maybe Sky Captain is it's is a form of steampunk. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I, I, you know, I remember liking it. I just, yeah, I feel like I feel like Sky Captain runs like their shit runs on like nuclear and whatnot. Yeah, that's yeah. You're, I think you're right. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, DP. Sorry, I just, I love, I love that sort of like that sort of discussion too. We should have that one podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, mm. like cyberpunk versus steampunk versus you know, like different sci-fi fictional worlds. technologies Fic- fictional worlds or fictional technologies uh, mm-hmm. what, what qualifies one as one over the other and you know that's more of it like like a deep dive discussion that, that sounds like an there. aj and marky topic right there yeah that's fine i'm happy <laughs> to get into it me too man i love that shit yeah yeah because yeah, i never watch any sci-fi stuff or hey well that was a t- fantasy t- stuff yeah i've never t- seen t- any of it um, anywho, dance mad. <laughs> so, all right, I got, I got one she last mad. one. Uh, again, this is one. I don't know why it's hated so much. Uh, it, it completely bombed at the box office. Uh, yet I've watched it since, and it's really fucking fun, and it's got great shit in it. And that is uh, the movie R.I.P.D. Ryan Reynolds. Dude, it's such a great fucking movie. I, I don't know why it's hated so much. Uh, I Like, I know it came out at a time when there was all sorts of really great movies coming out around it, but uh, R.I.P.D. is great. I, I think more people need to watch this movie because it is well, really fun. Well, Kevin Bacon it- as the fucking villain is amazing. You know, obviously Ryan Reynolds always fucking lovable. So. But if it's if it's hated, then it, it's how, is it unlikely to become a cult classic? Then, I, I well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, some movies came out were hated, and then eventually, fucking people came around. Like everyone hated yeah. Clue when it first came out, and fucking then it became a huge success. So who knows? That's a good point. You know? Bite your tongue. That's true. I've I've seen all right. R.I.P.D. Mm-hmm. Dude, how I great really... is Jeff Bridges as the fucking you know like yeah. the old West Law man? It's fucking awesome. Yeah, you I, are. I love it. You are correct in that. That is a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're also right in that it was overshadowed because it came out uh 
just after some Marvel movies picked up some steam. Maybe that's yeah. why this movie got greenlit. Timing is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, but that's, that's probably why this movie got made it. in the first place because a couple Iron Man movies came out and they're like, fuck it, let's go ahead and do this. Yeah, it's based um, on a comic. Let's go. Yeah. And, but they, 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 they did they, a second one. Yeah. Have you, the, have you seen the Jeffrey second Donovan? one? I, I started watching it. I couldn't even finish it. It wasn't good. <laughs> let me let me tell you what I did. Yeah, I watched the trailer and I didn't even start it. Yeah, yeah, you, you saved more time than I did. 12%. I got about thirty-five minutes in. I was like, "This is garbage." Yeah, twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, wow. it's not that bad, man. I'm telling you. No, twelve percent is RIPD too. Okay. No RIPD, right? No. RIPD is not that bad. It can't be that bad. I no, hope I'm telling you right now. Wow. Is RIPD it really? RIPD from 2013. 12%, 38% audience score. Yeah, because it says it oh, has its holy moments. Holy shit. Most of them courtesy of Jeff Bridges. For... He rules. Yeah. Well, it's got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Which is better. <laughs> RIPD2 doesn't even have a critic score and has an audience score straight of 27%. Video. Yeah, straight yeah, to video. Uh, to uh, Netflix, I believe. Yeah. yeah, of course. Straight to streaming. Ugh. It was that straight was to terrible. streaming, yeah. Yeah. But I, I would say, Mary overall, Parker. Like, uh, as a podcast, if we were to like push one movie for oh like that no one's seen, that everyone should see, I don't think it's clear it's going to be once for Warriors, right? Yeah. <laughs> Robert Nepper from Prison Breaks and RIPD. What are you talking about? T-Bag? Yeah. yeah. He's an RIPD. So what are you talking about once for Warriors? My favorite, one of my favorite movies? Yeah. DP, if, DP, yeah. If as a podcast, we're going to like push one movie. If you've got one movie to recommend as a podcast yeah like hey no this should be a cult classic it is a cult classic once a warriors i i think it's right there now yeah but but i think it, we should put put all our chips into that one over the other I would, one i would we've yeah talked about yeah i would i would i would i would bet everything on that because i yeah. i had never heard of that movie i was uh it was never on my radar i'm obsessed with that movie now if let me even expand on that if it did come within range to be a blip on my radar mm-hmm. i probably would have overlooked it but the mm-hmm. fact that i was forced to watch it because of you guys you're welcome that is one of the most powerful movies i've ever seen in my life and yeah. god damn you for it because it hurt <laughs> it hurt a lot big time so, um, all right, gentlemen. One, of the, so one I, of the most honestly emotional movies I've ever seen. Mm. You know, this it, it's that that performance from Rena Owen. I mean, god damn, none of it's contrived, it's all super yeah. honest. It's all Who, who's that the movie wears its heart on its sleeve. It's who's so the nice. name of the uh. The male actor that plays the father figure. Oh my god, I hate him so much. Tamora Morrison. He played Boba yeah. Fett. And how, they, do you, uh, how do you such say an his, effective? How do you say his first name? Tamora. Tamora. 
Yeah. Remember that remember that scene where he's finally kind of getting his shit back together and they're mm-hmm. he's got like the rental car and they're driving yeah. around and he stops in front of the bar and he goes, I'm thirsty. I have a stop in for a drink. Like that oh, that part do. that plays in my head whenever I'm like with the family. I'm like, oh I could get a beer. And then I I just see Tamora like I want a drink. <laughs> and I just like I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Fuck, it's a strong movie. God yeah, damn. Speaking of that, like, uh, I finally watched um, Hobbs and Shaw, uh-huh. uh, Fast and Furious movie. Cliff Curtis, you know, the, the uncle. That yes, fucking, the other famous New Zealander. Ooh, the the uh, Obviously, spoiler, we talked about this movie enough. The uncle that fucking rapes the girl and then gets um, beaten to death almost. He is in that Hobbs and Shaw movie as uh, Dwayne Johnson's brother. It was Hobbs' brother. It's him and like fucking Roman Reigns and all these other wrestlers. Like before. That's right. Uh, uh, like I saw this after I made my, you know, uh, Fast and Furious professional wrestling, you know, thing. After that, I see all these fucking wrestlers showing up in a fucking Fast and Furious movie. I was like, holy shit. I guess I was right. <laughs> well, anywho, but yeah. yeah that... The whole time, like, in Hobbs and Shaw, he's like, all right, we gotta go see my brother. Like, it was a setup for quite a while. And the whole time, I'm thinking, like, who the fuck is gonna play his brother? Like, who can pull off the rock's brother and then all of a sudden it's fucking cliff curtis so it's like yeah. wow like, i did not see that coming <laughs> i love cliff, cliff curtis one of the, one of the most ambiguously ethnic pr- people working in hollywood mm-hmm. he was in three kings uh he, yeah, he was that's a great one that hey, a cult classic yeah there yeah 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 uh um, yeah, three ki- three kings is terrific a great flick, yeah. I haven't seen it in so long, man. That's the one mm. I'm gonna go back to. Mm. That's an ep- that's an episode topic. Movies we need to go back to, right? Yeah. There's I don't know when's the last time you saw that movie, but there's some like uh camera effects that they use in Three Kings that are a bit dated that mm. uh are mm. almost hard to watch, but Seeing, no, I, uh, get, I get it. I get it. Sometimes, you know, at the time, they're using certain techniques, and I get it. I don't even think it was like a, a cool thing of the times. I think they were just trying to do something different. Yeah. You know, something new. But I can't remember. I'd have to go. I, I, I should see it again anyway. I mean, as a film. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you got a. Uh, you got Spike Jones. You got a, a young, a young George Clooney and uh, Mark Wahlberg and yep. Ice Cube. Ice, Ice Cube, yeah. Good movie. So we are we are we all are we done here with that? Yeah. Uh, with this, you think? I think that you guys got any others? I got one. Well, here's a question because I had one, and then I was starting to think. You know what? Maybe this actually is a cult classic already. I I wasn't sure. If it was on the fence or not, but uh, Mars Attacks is that a cult yes. classic already? It, yes, it is. It yeah, was a, I, it was okay. a cult classic when uh, I was in college because okay, 
Because that movie fucking rules. Yes. It, it definitely, when it first came out, way flew under the radar. Not many people talked about it. But again, it was one of those ones I saw in the movie theater. And I was like, this movie fucking rules. But no one talked about it. And then uh, I know within the past, you know, 10 years or so, people fucking have come around on it. And I've heard people say like, oh, this is Tim Burton's best movie, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I just want to check in. You guys would agree that is oh, a call classic now. I, I, I would just because I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I watched it uh, quite a bit again back in college like that was always like a fun one to throw on jack nicholson playing two roles mm-hmm. um yeah that was and uh pierce brosnan being uh beheaded next to sarah sarah, <laughs> sarah jessica parker and then who was uh sarah's uh boyfriend in the movie was that was that matthew Broderick? um there was a there's a huge cast in that movie that's really oh, fun. Oh, God, yeah. So, yeah, Jack Black's in it. Pam Greer. Oh, that's right. Jack it. Black plays the army, bro- the army brother. Yeah. It goes like... And then my favorite character in the entire movie was the grandmother that the skinny, lanky dude's always having to take care of. And the grandmother's mm-hmm. always just beep-bopping to her music, like getting pushed around. <laughs> Fuck, I need to watch that movie again. I know. Yeah, it's... uh. I think it's on HBO Max now. Okay. So nice. Yeah, definitely worth the rewatch. That's a great one. So uh but yeah. yeah any other ones you guys had on your list that uh, uh um, didn't I'm, quite make it? Not right now. I'm sure I'll think of something at three AM and I'll text you about it. Right. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a uh cold classic, but I did watch a new movie. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Was it Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Of course it wasn't. Oh, I watched that one. So All right, I want to hear about some movie picks. Sure. I just watched I and I I fucking loved it, by the way. And according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's the second best horror movie of the year so far. Oh. Um so it's on Peacock now, so feel free to indulge. Okay. Um it's about a hundred minutes long, and it was written by um the writer that wrote um, *Malignant*. Have you seen *Malignant*? Yes, that was the, uh, the movie James with Wan. The, the face in the back of the head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same screenplay writer, but it's called *Megan*. Okay. Oh, is that the you doll got, one? Yeah. Have you guys heard of this? So I've, yeah. I've just seen uh, the, the thumbnail. Unrated for it. version is on Peacock right now. Yes, I was just saying. Yeah, so I watched the unrated version this week, and I fucking loved it. Um. It no, it's produced by James Wan too. So like, you mm. know, you know, it's in good hands. It's written by this. I was telling Mark, it's written by the screenplay is written by the same person that wrote *Malignant*. If you've seen *Malignant*, mm-hmm. which I, I also, which I also, loved, yeah. which I also fucking loved, that movie's bonkers. But Megan, yeah, the setup is just, you know, this this little girl's parents die in a car crash and she goes to live with her aunt who happens to work for this toy company and her newest invention is this doll that is lifelike and they it's named megan um with a three Mm -hmm. instead of an e megan because it Mm -hmm. stands for something android-ish it's futuristic 
yeah something androidish yeah the name is something to do with the you know the 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 you know the type of robot it is or whatever but uh so then it's like a prototype but they she brings it she brings it to the instead of like you know like trying to take care of her niece because she's not a parent she has this new you know doll and she quote unquote you know bluetooth she pairs it she pairs it to her um her niece and you know she starts being cared for by the doll and they become besties and the doll starts to you know obviously like you know develop its uh, own thought process right. and all that stuff so and then things kind of go from there you know and it's hilarious it's so it's very horror comedy it's very self-aware um it has its own opinions on things like you know um using technology to take care of your kids sort of thing right. you know like that sort of thing but it's freaking hilarious i loved i was chuckling the entire time um it's great allison williams is that her name um she mm. was in get out she's the the girlfriend in get out i believe that's her name allison williams yeah yeah uh hold on i'm on rotten tomatoes right now yeah allison williams she's terrific in it and um yeah it's awesome i love it i recommend it highly Go see it. It's on Peacock, unrated version, as DP said. It's well worth a watch. And if anything's going to become a cult classic, I think that Malignant, the James Wan Malignant, might be a horror cult classic eventually. That movie mm -hmm. is bonkers in all the best ways. The thing I love about James Wan is he's like, he gets it. Like his stuff is totally bonkers, but he's he's in on the bit. Like he gets it. He's just fully committed. Into it. Leans into it. He's fully committed, you know. And he's done. He's done other stuff. He's uh, he's done Aquaman. He's done like a. He's yeah, doing oh the shit, new Aquaman. For real? He's doing the new Aquaman. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. So yeah, he did. He did Fear, Fast uh, Furious Seven. Like he, this guy's legit. That's but funny. He's also done Conjuring and like this other stuff. Like he's a horror guy. I really like the first Conjuring. So that's his. That's his jam. And. uh Megan's awesome, guys. You should okay. see it. Well worth your time. That's good to hear, AJ, because I've always, uh, well, I've been seeing these little ads for Megan, and I've just been passing over it because mm -hmm. I, I don't know why, but I just didn't really give it a second thought. I thought it was beneath me. <laughs> I don't know why. It's absurd, guys. It's absurd. Like yeah, you have AJ's to suspend. Off on you. you have Wait, what? You have to suspend. You have to suspend disbelief clearly, but assume going into it knowing that wow. if you know that and you're fine with it, then just then lean into it like James Wan does, man. <laughs> lean into the absurdity because if now. you do, if you do, and you just let it go, you're gonna laugh your ass off, and you're gonna be like, "Run, bitch, run!" Like you're gonna, it's gonna be one of those, like you know. <laughs> Is it like Chucky? I mean, in some ways, yeah. I mean, we the 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 doll thing has been 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 a thing since like the Twilight Zone, right? Like, obviously, dolls are fucking creepy, man. They are. <laughs> and the this creepiest. one's pretty creepy. 
This one's pretty Ron creepy. Bitch. Wayne Brady's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Ron, bitch, run. <laughs> um, you know, like any horror film, you know, it's probably better to watch with like, you know, with somebody like watch with your wife and uh, you can both laugh and, uh, you know, talk to the screen together. <laughs> it's, but okay. it's it's good. It's excellent. That's good. It's All excellent. right. I'll write that down. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll check that what about UDP? Yeah. You got any uh, movies you've seen recently that you'd recommend? Uh, no. Ant Man and no. I mean, if like if you are into Marvel, you're already going to go see Ant Man and the Wasp. And to be honest, it's been a it's been a few hours since I've taken a cold medicine, so I'm starting to get stuffed up again. And so I think it's about time we call it quits for the night. <laughs> we're 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 running a little late. Daddy's getting stuffed up, so. I would say, yeah, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, uh, didn't suck. Not the best of the Marvel movies. It It's really going to be tough for Marvel to ever live up to, uh, you know, Endgame again. I, Avengers yeah. Endgame was such a high point. It's really tough to get back to it. And, uh, yeah, Quantum Mania didn't do that. So what about uh, 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 Thor? Uh, Ragnarok came out between them. Would you say that? No, Ra- Ragnarok was before Endgame. So, was don't it? you think? Don't you think the yeah. moment that you decide like there's a multiverse and you can just bring people back from the dead that it just ruins everything? Right. It it, it does get to that point where it's like yeah. you know deaths don't matter anymore. Right. It's so, irrelevant. Yeah. So it's it's uh, again it it's almost like they kind of hit their crescendo and they. Thanks, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so you fucked up Star Wars. Now you fuck. <laughs> fuck but hey, Marvel. Mandalorian is uh, new yeah. next week. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. They'll eventually fuck that up too. Uh, as long as I, they, we I, get at least one more good season, I'll be. Happy. I hope it. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm going to tell you, I love me some Pedro Pascal. I hope they uh, end Mandalorian on a high note. Is yeah. the the Last of Us has been fantastic on HBO. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen that, you don't need to play the game to appreciate that show. Episode three of The Last of Us, in my opinion, I'm not alone, is some of the best TV that's come out in years. That that is a standalone episode that is fan fucking tastic. It is so good. Um. If you are a fan of the game, it it holds up and it it does homage to the game. Um, Mandalorian's great. I can't wait for this new season to come out, and I hope that they don't just bury it into something like the rest of uh, some of our favorite franchises yeah. because it's it's turning out to be something special. Yeah, for sure. And before I let OGP's sick and he's acting like a bitch, but before I've already mentioned for all mankind, but I just finished binging all three seasons and they did greenlit green light a fourth season. That show, Chef's Kiss, that show is just amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so where's that on again? Ronald Moore, who's uh, the Battlestar Galactica guy, uh, Apple TV Plus. For all mankind, that's a new for show. All mankind, it's three seasons, so 
the most recent season I think came out last year. So they greenlit a fourth season. Um, it's basically an alternate history of the space race. Oh, that's right. You mentioned you know, that last week. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, I'm mentioning it again, but um, I did finish all three seasons. Well, you have to mention aired, it again because I forget. Since we aired the podcast, I finished, you know, the last week's podcast, I finished over the long weekend, the, um, uh, all the season three. And it's just amazing. It's an amazing show. It's worth anyone's time. Even if you're not into speculative fiction or sci-fi or anything, it's just, or alternate history stories. It's the drama and the, the escalating danger of the situations and the acting. It's just, it's just top notch. It's just top notch. It's, it's something that like, I don't think, a lot of people, I mean, obviously a lot of people, but like not a lot of people I know have been watching the show. And I just tuned into it just based on some stuff I was reading and the fact that I'm I'm familiar with the creator because he did Battlestar Galactica. It's almost a under the radar pick of the show. Hey oh so, um give it a shot right, if you so, want, Marky. If you have Apple TV, give it a shot. Just start watching yeah. it. Season and, one's a bit of a slow burn, but once you get into season two, that show figures itself out. And even by the end of season one, it's really figured itself out. All right. So, yeah. So if you're out there, if you if you check it out and you want to let us know what you think about it. Absolutely. Uh, you can hit us up on social media. We can be found at Movie Council Pod. Or you can send us an email to MovieCouncilPod at gmail.com. And uh, make sure you're wherever you listen to us, you... You subscribe to the show and you rate and review the podcast. It helps us out tremendously. So we, we totally appreciate it. And uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. And so, and also, so far, sorry, sorry, sorry. On Twitter, uh, if you're going to message, if you're going to tweet us, do hashtag DP's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Hashtag DP's it's, a bitch. It's, it's trending and right now. Oh, it's yeah. trending. Yeah. yeah. Big time. So, so for for Marky and for AJ and for the bitch, hey thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Night night. Kisses. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs> <laughs>